Welcome to the World Changing Women podcast's fourth season. I'm Nina Bernardin, the podcast manager and co-producer of the World Changing Women podcast. And this season, I'll be stepping in as your new host. Over the past three seasons, Megan French Dunbar, the co-founder of Conscious Company Media, has fearlessly blazed the trail for us. She has conducted amazing, inspiring interviews with some of our favorite women, like Jane Werwand, Tammy Simon, Arlen Hamilton, and so many more. I'm truly humbled to be carrying the torch of this podcast forward and can't wait to share more stories of amazing women with you. To kick off this season, we'll be doing things a little differently by sharing a few of our favorite lightning bolt talks from our World Changing Women events. These lightning bolt talks were simply too great not to share with the rest of the community. This first lightning bolt speaker of the season is Akaya Windwood. Akaya led the Rockwood Leadership Institute for over a decade and is now a partner at WiseBridge, a consultancy committed to creating a world where people and planet thrive. Akaya is internationally recognized for elevating the effectiveness of leadership and collaboration in the nonprofit and social benefit sectors. Plus, she has always been a crowd favorite at Conscious Company events. Akaya's deep wisdom fills every room she enters. And this talk in particular deeply impacted everyone in the room. Today, she'll be offering her leading edge perspective on patriarchy, hierarchy, race, the future of the planet, being a woman, and where to source our wisdom. This is World Changing Women. Thank you for listening. Good to see some new faces out there. I um, am a gardener, and um, I've noticed over the years that when a plant is at the end of its life, it tends to, well, sometimes it'll flourish, and you'll get these huge blossoms and lots and lots of seeds, and I'm like, oh, cool, it's reviving, and then it dies, and all things die. All things die. But that, it can, it, I can get confused because it, it seems to be amazing and it's loud and it's, to me, beautiful, and then it dies. And I believe that our human systems do the same thing. That they live for a while and then they get to a place where we're coming to the end of it and then they seem to flourish. That's what's happening with patriarchy. And I think it's important that we don't get confused about it. Right, because seriously, I can go, oh my God, that happened, and then that happened, and, and I am, sometimes when I can get out of my, my full self, I can actually, when I get into my full self, I can be grateful for what's going on, even as much as there are, there's so much atrocity, because it's an indicator that we're in motion, we're in transition, we're on our way to somewhere new. So we've got white supremacist patriarchy, how fun. And um, it's taking its last dying breath. We're seeing it everywhere. It shows up in income inequalities, and racism, and genocide, and ecocide, and all the ways that uh, you all talked about, actually you talked about this morning. There are many people, probably some in this room, who are working to resist it, 
to dismantle it, to hospice, to do the work of helping people who have been deeply impacted by this white male supremacist system to heal. And I want to honor folks who do that work. It's not my work, though. There are people who can um, reach to the past and hear from our ancestors. People talk about, I, I can, they tell me things. There are probably folks in this room who really can reach to ancestors. I can't. But what I can hear are the voices of those who are coming. And here's the good news. We survive. That's good news. Now, we survive in far fewer numbers. And I'm looking now two to 300 years from now. We, we survive in far fewer numbers. And we also, I'm talking about humans. The planet does just fine, y'all. I love that. We're going to save the planet. For real? <laughs> no, that's, and no disrespect to folks who are saving the planet if there's anybody here, but she knows what she's up to. And it was human hubris that said, we can do this and then we can save it. That's just nonsense and that's what's passing, right? So our many great, 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 great grandchildren are actually calling to us. They're asking for something. They're asking for us to put some things into place now that will allow them to live then. Does that make sense? And that means if there's a call, then we need to respond. That's our job. One of the ways to respond is to create new frames. We're going to, and you talked a lot about that. You know, we hear we, the, um, Megan, we talked, to, she talked about the old pattern of hierarchy and order and all of that, and she's having to resist it. All of us have to. It's like gravity. It's like, oh, if it's the default. And to, it takes deep, deep courage to say, I'm actually not going down that path, and it requires constant attention. So for those of us in this room who are busy, <laughs> who's not? Busy trying to create business in new ways. It means we are, it's a constant conversation between what the old frames have been and the new frames that need to get created. So um, a couple years ago, I started thinking, oh, I actually, if I'm going to be about creating or being part of the creation of the path of the future, and it's actually, it's not my job partly because I'm not going to live then. Um, seriously, I'm of a particular age where in, in 30 years, I'll be, I'll be gone, probably, plus or minus. So it's my job to actually support those, particularly young women, who are about creating the path to the future, which means I need to get out of the way a lot because it can't be about me anymore, right? And that's tricky, because I like sometimes it to be about me. Um, <laughs> less and less, though, less and less. So um, I started thinking one day, 
how am I going to, how, can I think outside of hierarchy? Can I even think about thinking about it? And I, there was a, and I started practicing, okay, because hierarchy, the way we do it under patriarchy, is to say this is better than that. This is uh, less worthy than this is. That's kind of the basis for all this mess. It's, it's fairly simple, not hard to understand. So I thought, okay, let me stop my comparing mind, and can I just be with what's here? Well, I actually did that for about 35 seconds one day. <laughs> and my brain started going, ha! Ah! Because it, again, it's like gravity. It was hard for me to even think outside of hierarchy, but we need to, we need to start doing that. So um, I thought, well, I need a new source of wisdom. Because this old frame can't offer me anything anymore. It's just not interesting to me anymore. I, can't, I don't think we can learn much from it, this frame called patriarchy and white supremacy and all that kind of stuff. I, I just, I mean, tell me, if somebody in the room can convince me that that's a really good thing to keep going, I, I don't understand it. So I said, okay, if not that, then what? And I realized I needed somewhere else to source my wisdom. Because as long as I didn't have somewhere else, this is the default. So I thought, okay, let's see. If it's white male supremacy, what if we started to source our collective human wisdom in the wisdom of black women? Right? Not so fast. I was talking, well, as I, I ran a, a leadership organization, Rockwood Leadership, for many years. Thank you. And um, at, there was a big transition plan, you know, because we do things right. It was a mess, but we did it. And uh, I could tell some stories. Um, some funders stopped, stopped by and said, well, Kai, what are you going to be thinking about? And I said, well, like it was two days old, I've been thinking about sourcing human wisdom and the wisdom of black women. And they said, oh, what a great idea. And they gave me a bunch of money to think about that. And I went, wow. That's cool. When was the last time anybody gave black women something, some money just to think about us? <laughs> so I did. And I, so I said, well, I can't think about anything by myself. So I went and talked to, to a bunch of, bunch of women. And um, all of a sudden, we begin to realize, oh, black requires a white frame under racism. Woman requires a male frame under patriarchy. So the concept of black woman is a socially constructed thing. And I wasn't happy to think that. Because I actually like being a black woman. I do. There's a lot of good things about that. However, as much as I might love and embody and embrace it, I also understand that as a social construct, it is a prison. And I'm committed to getting free. So I said, okay, now I can't even be a black woman anymore. <laughs> that was kind of disappointing. So um, 
I said, well, so if it's not about black women, what is it? And I asked, it's a, maybe it's about brownness. Every human on this planet is some color of brown. And when I say brown, I'm talking about the color of the earth. Every single one of us. So some of us are the white cliffs of Dover, and some of us are the dark, dark uh, soils of, of Kenya, and everything in between. And I said, okay, what if we sourced our wisdom there? And I'm not talking about, let's, let's uh, pretend like there's not power issues, that there are still those things, right? But we need a new source that all humans can have access to. So I brought together a bunch of brown women, literally women of color, all younger than I, and they, ra they ranged in age from early 20s to 50. I was the only one of my generation to experiment. What happens when we can, we practice this? So went away for three or four days, um, visited with one another, we built some community, huge vision for the future, wonderful stuff, and then they just practiced being free women. And they laughed, and they cried, they gnashed their teeth, they fell in love with one another. Here's what didn't happen, they didn't fuss. And I thought, hmm, imagine a group for three days, don't know each other, they all knew me, they didn't know each other, nobody fussed. Wow, so I did it again, just in September, went up to Hollyhock for five days. We did the same thing, and I'm convinced that if we can get out of our way, resist and interrupt the patterns of patriarchy that is embedded in each of us, that we can actually build this future that will allow our great-great-grandchildren to, to, to exist. And it's gonna take work, and I think I have some wisdom. Here's what I learned. None of us can do this alone. Not a single one of us. We get taught, oh, be individual, put up, you pull on your bootstraps, get your stuff ready, put your backpack on and go, and that's just bullshit. We cannot do this alone, so we need each other. We need each other. I believe it's completely possible, and it means that we get out of our comfort zones, get out of our little private prisons, reach toward one another, Refuse to give up on each other. Refuse to let another woman give up on herself. We can do this. I know we can. I just spent a collection of 10 days with women who did it. So I know we can. My next iteration is to bring some white men along. No, seriously. Because if it's gonna work for them, it's gonna work for all of us, right? I know it works for women of color. But what if it works for all of us? And I'm gonna experiment on that because some other funder came along and said, wow, here's some more money, which I'm <laughs> appreciative of. Because it's kinda cool to say, oh, cool. Put it in, let's go. So let's experiment. This is really an invitation from me to you. We have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Let's experiment. Take a risk with each other. Practice falling into love with one another. 
I will thank you, the world will thank you, and our many, many, many great-grandchildren will certainly thank you. Thank you. This show was edited and produced by me, Nina Bernardin. We'd also like to thank Akaya Winwood for sharing her wisdom with us, and a huge thank you to Story Pop for producing our theme music. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Going forward, we'll be publishing one episode a month with additional bonus episodes in between. To let us know what you think, follow us on Twitter at WCWPod. That's at WCWPod. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in.